So, hi everybody. Thank you for listening to Law Wooden Experience. Okay, so today, um, I'm really just going to talk about something that I should have talked about a long time ago because it is something that really, really um, sits with me every day. Um, Every day I have to go through this. Every day I think about this and, you know, even though I feel like my wounds are, are closed, they're not healed, you know, and I want to be healed. I want to feel like I want to be happy, you know. I don't want to be content with being upset. And I think that starts with me first trying to get proper closure with myself mentally with the situation that happened at hand and go from there, you know. Um, So first things first. Okay, so I was pregnant with my daughter Naomi Faith and um, I was eight months pregnant. I had a very complicated pregnancy. The doctors were telling me that, you know, when she was born, she was going to be very small, and she would most likely have to stay in the hospital for a while. And they were telling me, you know, a lot of mothers, they didn't like, they, they didn't want to deal with that. Like, a lot of mothers um, mentally weren't able to deal with things like that. So they were asking me if I wanted to get rid of my baby. And of course, I was like, no, like, it doesn't make, why is that an option, you know? But, you know, time went on, months went by, and my baby was still in me, growing, just, I don't know, it was amazing, like, the bond that I created with my daughter, and while she was in the womb, was, I mean, it was unbreakable, like, even... You know, that I'm really thinking about it, it's like that was something that I can honestly say that no one can take from me, you know. And um, so, you know, time went on. I went to my last doctor's appointment. They were telling me, like, things really weren't looking good. Like, I should just, you know, um, give up. And I was like, you know, no, you know what? Um, I told them, I said... You know, God God may have another plan for me. Even if my baby comes out small or even if she, you know, does not survive, I know that there is a bigger, there's something that I'm going to get out of this. There's something that I'm going to be able to take this situation and apply it to somewhere down in my life, you know. So, the whole time, you know, I try to stay optimistic. I try to stay really optimistic and positive about the whole situation. I mean, I was getting the worst news you could freaking think of from doctors. Like, every time I went to the doctor's appointment, they were telling me something different. You know, they're in all horrible things. Um, I actually, on one of my doctor's appointments, actually the last doctor's appointment I went to, they told me that, my baby was fine, like all of a sudden everything was good, 
her water, um, her amniotic fluid was coming back. She was growing and she looked like she was gonna, you know, things were gonna be okay. And um, I ended up going, I ended up having a lot of like, a, like complications, you know, I ended up having to go to the hospital and um, honestly, I feel like now I should have probably stayed there at the hospital. But, you know, I wasn't getting the, I was at Kaiser, and I can honestly say they did not help me mentally at all. Like, I was so scared. That's the only time I can honestly say, like, I've ever been afraid, and I was so scared, and I was nervous, and... I think I was horrified, honestly, because my the, the person that was supposed to deliver my baby was the same lady that was telling me that she, that she didn't understand why I still believed that my baby was going to be okay. And so it, I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this, you know. And we ended up going home and, you know, everything was okay. You know, time was going by. Um... I ended up being eight months pregnant, and on June 16th, 2021, I went into labor at home in the morning. It was about 10.30 or 10.20ish. Um, I got up in the morning, but let me rewind. Before the night before I was in a lot of pain. I was having so many I was having a lot of pain that I had my daughter and my little cousin over. And, you know, I thought it was just me because I had, you know, earlier in the day I had went out to a barbecue and um, you know, I was doing a lot on my body, so and I was supposed to be on bed rest, honestly. So like listen to your doctors like you know if your doctor tells you to sit down and be on bed rest like do it like I know like for me it was hard because I had my daughter and I don't have help you know it's me I'm a single mom and regardless of like anything I can't just sit down and just you know not get up and do stuff I have a six-year-old and that was a little hard to just stop you know so Anyways, I was in a lot of pain, but, you know, I just plugged it out like I do. And, um, in the morning time around 10, 20, like, July, June 16th, I went to the bathroom and I was, my stomach was hurting so bad. I was having the worst pains of my life. And I was just like, okay, something isn't right, you know? And, um, I had felt this pressure. I had felt pressure coming from, you know, that down there area, and I was so scared, because I knew she was coming, like, it was like, I went pee, and then as soon as I went pee, I released, I guess I had my water broke, and I was, but I was ready to push, like, she was coming, right then and there, like, within five minutes, she was trying to come out, you know, so, like, I was so scared, I had called my daughter's father was here, and at the time, we weren't together, but, like, you know, he was coming around, and 
um, he came and I had called him. I'm like, hey, you know, I need your help. And he came running there and he's like, what's going on? And I tell him, like, I need you to call the ambulance. Like, she's coming. And he's like, looking at me like confused. Like, what do you mean she's coming? Like, don't ask me because she's coming. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm scared. I just need you to do what I'm asking you to do, you know? And he calls them. They get on the phone with me. I'm trying to talk to them, but I can't really talk because I'm in so much pain, you know? I can literally feel my baby trying to slip out of me, but I'm trying to, like, hold her in. And I'm letting the nurse on the line know that, and I'm like, she's coming, but I'm trying to make sure she doesn't come. I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to keep her in until the ambulance comes. And they're like, no, stop. Don't do that. Like, like just let things happen. And I was so, when they said that, I was like, no, no, no. I can't say that I lost hope. I wouldn't say that I lost hope at that moment, but I would say that at that moment, I was just like, oh my God, like, are you serious, you know? And I was so tired mentally already and drained. It was like, I already kind of knew what was I was getting myself into, but I just, I just didn't want, you know? I had so much faith in my baby. I did, I do, and so, anyways, the, the, the dude, the nurse dude, he's telling me, he's like, hey, lay down on the floor, he's like, get her laid down on the floor, because at this point, I'm in so much pain, I can barely even, like, talk to the nurse, so, um, my daughter's dad, like, this the phone, he's, you know, he's trying to walk me through, like, He's trying to um, walk me through trying to, like, get myself laid down on the floor. I'm in the bathroom, mind you guys. Like, he gets a towel. I get we, we get one of the dry towels, like, you know, one of the shower towels. We lay down on the floor. He, I, like, I'm in so much pain. Like, he literally has to help me lay on the floor. And I lay on the floor. And um, she's trying to come. I'm like, no. I, it was... <laughs> I was like, no, please, 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 just stay, just stay, just a little bit longer. <laughs> Ambulance still is not here. Mind you, the dude, like, here we are now, it's like 1040 and the ambulance still isn't here, okay? And I'm like, oh my God, like, where are they? Like, I don't want to do this, you know? Um, it was a really traumatizing experience. It really was. And my father, my daughter's dad, she sat, he sat behind me and on the bathtub and he held my hand and he was like, come on, you can do it, you know, and I, um, we don't have a good relationship at all, but, um, I could say at that moment, he did do what he needed to do for me, you know, in this situation, he, he was there for me at that moment. And, um, I can appreciate him for that. But, so, as he's, like, you know, trying to help me to stay, you know, like, calm and to, he's, like, the doctor's telling me to push. I'm, like, I'm not pushing. I don't care. I don't want to do that. But she's coming. She's not, my baby was coming. It was, like, I don't know. It was crazy. And she came out. I pushed 
one time because like it was so painful me trying to keep her in because the doctor said over the phone the nurse was like um don't try to keep her in you keep her in you're gonna you can end up hurting yourself and her really bad like please don't do that and so I was like fuck it you know and I just pushed one time it was that was honestly the worst pain I've ever felt because you know, I'm going to let you know why, because let me tell you, when I had my daughter not live, it hurt bad, you know. I was barely on any medication. I got the medication late. I felt everything. I was numb after I had her, and it was, like, crazy. I ended up almost dying, but she was, she was my, that's, she was like, I'm here, I'm, you know what, you know, I'm running stuff, I don't care, I'm not going nowhere, like, my, Malia, she really is a little, she is just the world, you know, and when I had her, when I pushed her out, it was painful, that was the worst pain, you can, anytime you have a kid, you're gonna go over that worst pain of your life over again, you know, but the crazy part about it is when you push that baby out, the pain disappears. You don't no longer feel that pain no more. It's like, even when you think about it, you can't even really, like, think about how bad you felt, you know, at that moment. Because the joy of holding your baby and the warmth of your baby's skin touching yours and sound of his cry all of it 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 makes it all disappear it literally is a natural painkiller for everything that you just went through whether you were in labor for 24 hours three days i'm telling you like two minutes i'm saying like as soon as you see that baby as soon as you have that contact with your child it's all gone ask any mother out there they will vouch like it's just that like it was all worth it, you know? But when I had Naomi, <laughs> like, that pain did never go away. Like, even to this day right now, I can still feel that pain. It hurts so bad. It's, it is truly one of the worst pains that you will ever feel. And I feel like let me just tell you, so I pushed my baby out, and she came out, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know if she was born a stillborn or if she passed away after she was born, because when the ambulance finally did get there, my baby had already got, I had pushed her out, right, and the ambulance came knocking on the door, and so for about two, I'll say like a minute, I was in the bathroom and the dude on the nurse on the phone he's like you know try to um he's like the baby's out is she breathing and i'm like um no i don't i don't think so she's not crying like you know and but mind you i don't have my baby in my hand she's still in between my legs but she's out of me at this point but she's still connected to me um you know i don't know what to do like i've had a child before but i i have never had a child at home on my bathroom floor, you know, eight months. I've never done that before, so, um, 
it's like, you know, I went from a point from where I was like, damn, um, hold on, I'm just trying to tell you, so like, like, they're like, is she breathing? I'm like, I don't know, you know, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to do, I can't barely reach her, I'm in so much pain, I can't barely even lift up my body, you know, um, and they're like, uh, try to stick your finger or something, I'm like, I can't, like, I'm trying to grab my baby, but then here comes the ambulance dude. As soon as the ambulance people, EMTs, come in, they grab my daughter by her neck, okay? And they are just talking, and they're like, okay, baby's dead on the scene, or whatever the fuck they said. I'm sorry, excuse my language, but they're like, baby's whatever, you know, she's not breathing, she's gone. And then they're like, mother, and they're checking on me, and I'm like, wait, 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 like, you guys, and he's grabbing, he has my baby by her neck, like, he didn't put her... Like, wrap, try to wrap her in the blanket that the towel that I'm laying in, he's trying to wrap her in it, and she's still connected to me, though, right? Umbilical cord and everything, our bodies are still connected. And he's trying to wrap her up in the blanket. And I'm like, wait, 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 no, stop. Like, what are you doing? Like, you haven't even tried to give her CPR or nothing. Like, what the fuck, you know? And... The dude's like, oh, like, we don't want to give you any false hope. That's what he told me. He said, I'm sorry, ma'am. We just didn't want to give you any false hope. And I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean any false hope? Like, me as a mother, that's all I want, you know? I don't care. That's all I'm striving for. He doesn't know that me going to these doctors these last few months, they've been telling me, that something's going to be wrong with my baby. The whole plan was for me to make sure that I had made it to the hospital. I was supposed to be at the um, intensive care, the special hospital in Roseville for them, for in Kaiser, you know, at Kaiser for me to have the baby. And because they had the um, equipment to take care of her if she was born prematurely. And that was the whole plan, you know. And it was like... So I was running on false hope, you know what I'm saying? I was running on nothing but faith that my baby was going to end up being healthy. And he literally snatched it from me. They did. I feel like they snatched it from me. And I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm not angry, you know. I am, but I'm not. And I just want to get closure. I just want to get over it. I know that I won't ever get over things, but I want the days to get a little bit easier, you know. Right now, they're hard. They're very hard, and it's like no one understands, like, it's like no one understands or even tries to take the time to understand how I feel, you know? It's like, as they see me smiling, so they feel like, okay, I don't care about it anymore. I'm not hurt anymore. They see that I can get through today, but they don't know how yesterday was. They don't know how I woke up. They don't know how I'm going to be when I walk away from them. Like, I tell you, like, if I could win a Grammy right now, I think I would have won one because, like, yeah, the acting skills have been great with my emotions. And I'm tired of hiding them because every time I keep hiding my emotions even more in the way I really feel, it's... It's just making the situation worse for me to deal with, you know. So anyways, um, I ended up going to the hospital and um, my baby did not make it at all, you know. 
it was very sad. It was traumatizing. She, they, they tried to get the best baby pictures that they could for me because the way that they had handled her on the way to the hospital, by the time we got to the hospital, like, they had messed up some of her features. It was weird. I don't even, like, want to talk about that part, but, um, yeah, so it's a little bit hard for me to, like, but one thing I can say, she was so beautiful, like, she was so beautiful. She looked just like her sister, like, it was crazy when I got to the hospital and I finally was able to hold her and just spend my last moments with her. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I could still feel her lips, you know, I would, I would kiss her lips and I would rub my nose on her nose and when I close my eyes and I think about it, I can still feel her and, you know, I do have her um, items that they had put on her to wear. So, you know, I feel like that honestly helps me too. So, I don't know. It's not all like the, the it was bad. You know, my, that situation was very bad. The experience was traumatizing and you know I really just wanted to share that because I want moms to know out there you're not alone okay if you lost a child and it is six months later it is okay to cry if it is a year later it is okay for you to cry you know I mean however long it has been it's okay for you to still mourn your baby because I mean there's nothing in this world there is nothing in this world that I would not give except for my other child to be with her again, you know, and I know that I will meet my baby again because I am a child of God and I believe in him wholeheartedly. And I know that with the diligence and the hard work and the dedication and me spreading his gospel and the love and me, you know, completing my, you know, my ordinances with him and just staying on a righteous path that I can be on. Like, I know things aren't going to be perfect. God knows my heart, but, you know, that's the thing. The Lord knows your heart. As long as you continue to try and you continue to try to be the better person and try to be more like him and in his eyes, then, I mean, what, you're going to be okay. For me, I honestly don't know what I have got out of this situation. From losing my daughter, I I really don't know. I have lost a lot. I feel like 2021 was a very, a very, a very sad year for me. I lost a couple people um, in my life and, you know, it was a very sad year. And I just wanted to thank God. Again, I want to thank him for walking with me. I want to thank him for continuing to be with me every day, for continuing to watch over my family, watch over my daughter, Nalea, watch over Naomi in heaven. Like, I want to continue to walk in his shoes. I want to continue to spread his gospel 
and his love and his mercy. And I just want everyone to know that if you got through yesterday and you making it through today, you damn sure just might make it through tomorrow, okay? So don't stress too hard on it. Take it day by day, you know, get through what you're getting through, apply it to your life, and, you know, boss up. Don't let nobody boss you down. Like, I'm saying, like, mentally, physically, emotionally, you got to boss yourself up. You got to keep yourself elevated to a point. Can't nobody even touch you. Like, I don't know, like. I'm just really trying to move to a better place in my life in all aspects, you know, and I'm just hoping for better things for my daughter, and I'm hoping for me to be a better person, a better woman, you know, a better mother, so that I can be, um, so that I can teach her how to be a better woman and, a, you know, a better person. I want to be my daughter's best role model, and so... With that being said, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to WOW. What an experience. I want to thank you guys for listening to my experience with losing my baby girl last year. Um, because I want to share that this year because, you know, this year I'm, I'm taking things head first. I'm not sugarcoating nothing. I'm really bossing up. I'm really taking my life by the ear like I mothered it as I have and I'm the one in charge you know so I'm the one that's going to be cornering things in my life no more me being cornered you know so you got to mother your life take your life by the ear and mother it you know corner it you know and show it who's boss so I do want to thank you guys again. I love you guys so much. It's been an awesome year already. And I just, you know what? Till next time. <laughs>